I think the only real way to start this podcast today is with a deep, sincere apology. And that's how I feel. I am, I am very, very sorry. My friends, today is the day. The moment is now. The change begins. Why? Because you are here on the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast where we encourage you to live your passion. You get one chance, one shot at this life. And you can either be the person that says, I wish I had, or you can be the person that says, I am so glad I did. So join us as we dive in, we figure it out, we walk this walk together so that we can live our passion. Over the past few months, we've released episode after episode of this podcast, the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast. And I really have uh, set goals and expectations of myself to make sure that we don't miss any weeks. And here we are three weeks since our last episode. And the only thing I can tell you is I'm sorry. I believe that when we started this podcast, we made a commitment to you, our listeners, to provide good quality content, discussing ideas and tips and goals to, to, to chase your passion, to live your passion, to step outside of the box that says you have to do these steps in your life and pursue what you want out of your own life. And, um, I can't help but think that I kind of missed an opportunity. Um, We dropped the ball. I was not prepared for the unexpected, and that's exactly what happened. We we had a lot of unexpected changes, changes that um, halted our moving uh, to northeastern Pennsylvania, changes to building our podcasting studio um, in that on that farm, that home. We're now back in an RV. We purchased a new RV and we're back on the road traveling the country again with our kids, which was our original goal. Um, There's a lot of reasons why things happen in life. And we don't always know why things happen at the time. Um, But a lot of times hindsight is a lot more revealing to us. But at the end of the day, we had to make a bunch of changes and it really it really killed our schedule. It really killed our availability. It really killed our ability to upload podcasts. And that's the moment I realized when um, we had not prepared for the unexpected. And that's exactly what today is about. Um, It's about the unexpected. It's about preparing for it. It's about dealing with it. And I want to take you back on a little journey in time to about 11 years ago. Um, my family was struggling. My wife had um, just spent a good amount of time in and out of hospitals uh, dealing with a seizure disorder that popped up out of nowhere and uh, couldn't seem to be sourced. And as we started to finally get things settled down from that, and I was working, I'd left my, um, my the, I had owned a, a, a small catering company and was doing some side projects and I left that and took a job working for a restaurant 
And it was probably about a year later, we were kind of getting settled and we, um, we experienced something that I had not expected, which was, uh, I got, you know, just this diagnosis of, of thyroid cancer. And, um, I was told that, uh, it was farther than they had seen with most people. It was, um, it had been there for quite some time, they said, and they wanted to get me in for surgery right away and do all these things. And so I wound up actually making a change at the the new employer that I had just started with um, after leaving the other restaurant. I wound up uh, trying to just get some time off for the surgery, and I hadn't been there long enough to get time off. I had, uh, I had no option but to resign from my position to take that kind of time off. And that was a real bummer for me because I really was happy to work there and I was really, um, it was a big corporate chain and I was very happy there. Um, but uh, left there and that was unexpected. And then we headed into a season of um, not knowing what to expect. Surgery got delayed multiple times. Um, I actually had to go in for more biopsies as they found more tumors and stuff. And I'm not really sure why surgery was delayed so much, but it was. Uh, I just don't remember a lot of that. What I do remember is um, there was a point in our in our timeline there where we were really struggling financially. And um, we were coming up against choices like pay the health insurance or pay the uh, rent payment on the house that we were in lease on. Um, there was the option of, uh, you know, put food on the table or pay for the health insurance. And um, it wasn't a small bill either. So the story goes like this. We were going to a small church in uh, Phoenix, in the Ahwatukee area. And uh, we were fairly new to the church. Maybe it had been there, uh, I don't know, a year, year and a half, I guess. Maybe maybe not so new. but um, And we were in this point of struggle. And I remember going to church that day and being really distraught. And uh, we had $36 in our bank account. And um, we had just paid the house payment on the house, and it was late, but we had made it. And um, I remember thinking we are $600 short for our insurance payment. It was a $636 insurance payment premium. So I walked into church that day with my wife, and I was just bummed out. I was having a hard time trying to figure out what we were going to do and knowing that all this weight was on my shoulders. And we got our kids checked into the kids area. We were walking back to the main uh, adult area, the, the worship hall, worship center area. And we ran into some people that we knew, uh, but we didn't know well. We knew them because they, um, they worked in the children's room with uh, our kids. At that time, primarily it was just Halima um, going to church with us. Halim was not even born yet. But they stopped us in the hall and said that they, they weren't quite sure why, but God had really impressed upon their heart to, to do something for us. And at that time, they handed me a check. And it was folded in half, and I didn't look at it right away. I was just, um, I was still kind of in a down state, and I wasn't sure uh, what to expect. And it was just a, a very tough time. And 
I just put it in my pocket and I said thank you very much and they just expressed they didn't know uh, what it would be used for or what exactly we needed but that God had impressed upon their heart to um, to do this and so they they just they did they were obedient to that and they uh, they did it and um, it was probably about 20 or so minutes later that I remember reaching into my pocket to get something out and I came across that check and I, I took it out and I glanced at it and um, I cannot tell you the emotion that overwhelmed me at that point because it is very few times in my life that I've experienced it. Um, it wasn't a joy. Uh, it wasn't even relief. It was more of just awe. And I opened up the check and the amount was $600. Now, if you remember to the beginning of this story, we had $36 in our bank account, and we needed $636 to make the insurance payment. Um, there was no way for Dave and Dawn to know what we needed. There was no communication between us prior to that. It was just what it was. And I, I can't tell you how much of a blessing to us that was. And it's it's funny when I look back now, because I actually was thinking about this the other day. A little notification popped up in my LinkedIn um, account and said that uh, um, Dave had made a comment just congratulating me on my, on my work anniversary. And it sparked that memory um, of that day and it's as clear to me today as it was the day that it happened and I've never forgotten that moment I, I've actually referred back to it a few times and talking with people and understanding you know getting them to understand that life has a certain way of working out um, even in the hardest of times uh, and I expressed that to David I, I sent him a message and thanked him for um, you know, my, his acknowledgement of my work anniversary. And I told him the story. I shared the story with him and what an impact it had on us. And I'll, I'll, I'll never forget that day simply because it was unexpected. I was desperately in need of it. And I really feel like it was God's way of showing me, um, just to trust in him that he would take care of the things that we needed if we just put our trust in him. Now, why I brought that up today is simple. I want to talk about expecting the unexpected. And the unexpected is not always the positives, right? It's sometimes the negatives. And that's why we're coming to you now after three weeks of no podcast posts. The farm is out the window. That's not happening anymore. The podcasting studio that was going to be built in the farm house uh, is out the door. We decided to buy another travel trailer and go finish our trip around the country which is what our original plan was um and we're good with that like we're we're more than okay with that uh we had no intention of settling down in pennsylvania in the first place uh until this opportunity came up and we said well it's a good opportunity we try to take good you know advantage of a good opportunity and see it for what it is so the unexpected happened and um 
during the transition, we were without any internet for almost a week and a half. There was no, um, there was no way for us to, uh, get interviews done. The time of moving out of the home and tracking down a new trailer and purchasing it and getting it loaded and being ready to move. We did that process in just a couple short weeks. And then on top of that, as we got out um, of the home, we were getting ready to get some stuff done. And then lo and behold, my wife had a very unexpected eye injury, a very unexpected eye injury. She wound up um, having some issues with her eyes. We went and got her checked out and it turns out that her retina had detached. And so here was another unexpected that was definitely going to clog up some of our time. And it was funny because that was the week that I said, I'm going to get a podcast up this week. We need to get one released. I've got something I want to talk about. And, uh, and then that happened. And we just kind of looked at it and went, wow, this really does get crazy sometimes. That's just the, li- the way life can be sometimes. It just can be kind of crazy. And I, uh, I decided at that point that we would, we would wait until I, I had the right time to get this recorded, get it uploaded, and get it out to you. Not that we didn't want to hurry and get it done, but more so that we felt like every time we were rushing to try and get something put out, um, we were fumbling and then disappointing ourselves in it. Right? So we couldn't get it published. We couldn't get one recorded. Couldn't get it, you know, up online. And so then I'm like, wow, we're really not doing it now. Look at what we've done. We, we still aren't. And we just kept feeling like we were failing. And I realized that We only needed to fail once and then get a plan together to move forward. We kept failing over and over and over because we weren't making a plan to move forward. So I came up with these five steps, these five things to do. I guess they're not necessarily steps. They're five things to look at to prepare for the unexpected. And I want to go over those today. I want to share those with you and um, just give you some insight into how we're looking at things now from a different perspective. So let's uh, let's start on this list. The first one is the easiest one to do because it's something we're already doing. It just changes the way in which we view it. And that is to work ahead. See, we're already working to get our work done. But a lot of times I'll find that I'll get my work done and then I'll say, you know what? I got an hour left that I can I, I allocated for work time. I'm going to take off early and go do something different. And that's okay to do. But I thought, you know, what I'd rather do now is work ahead. Take the time to work ahead of myself and give myself a buffer. See, and it all depends on on how your work schedule flows. But essentially, a lot of the work that I do is timed out. And I can say, okay, I know I'm going to do this this day, this this day, this this day. And if I take a little bit on extra today, if something happens tomorrow, I've got myself a built-in buffer. I'm not going to have to race against the clock to get something done at the last minute. So if you can work ahead, that's the first thing you can do to give yourself buffer for the unexpected. The, um, the second thing on this list, it may seem like it's taking kind of a dark turn, but I think it's imperative. And the question you have to ask yourself is, what would happen 
if I was incapacitated? What would happen if I was unable to do anything for the next day, for the next week, for the next month, maybe for the next year? What would life look like? What would work look like? What would my bills look like? What would everything look like if these things, you know, something unexpected happened? How would these things move forward? And if you think about, again, how your workflow is, right? Mine's kind of on a daily basis. I know what's going on day to day. I can work ahead day to day. And so I can look at it and go, okay, if I was not able to do anything tomorrow, this is what would fall behind. This is how much I would have to have to be ahead to make it work. Well, what if I was out for a week? What would I have to do? Could I subcontract somebody? Could I, um, for my printing business, can I bring somebody in to help me out? For the podcast, can I bring in a guest host? For the YouTube channel, what do we do? Do we just let it go for that period of time? Like, how do you make that work? And so those are the things that you have to ask yourself is what do I do if I'm not able to do anything? What do I do if my world comes to a halt, but I've got to have my bills paid, I've got to have workflow done, I've got to keep my customers happy. How do I make that happen? The third thing on the list is plan for an alternative. Now, again, that alternative might be for our podcast having a guest host come in. It may be pre-recording episodes that are ready to go in case of an emergency. You know, a couple of good standby episodes that I know if something happens, I have two or three weeks worth of episodes. I can just push a button, send it out, and you guys have good content. And you don't want to make those just chintzy episodes that are just fillers. They need to be relevant. So you may have to update them often, cycle through them, or as happened with us since we were down for two or three weeks, if you're working two or three weeks in advance, you can just let them play in order. And when you're out for a couple of weeks, you know, they, they get, they, you fall behind being ahead, but you don't fall behind in not having content. So you, you plan for an alternative. And, and again, for my printing business, that might be hiring a subcontractor, bringing in another designer to help with projects and paying them. Because ultimately, I don't want to lose business in the long run. And the fourth thing is you set parameters and expectations. And these are things that you set with yourself because ultimately you're the one who has to answer for them. So your parameters are the ways in which you want to conduct your business, be it the podcast, the printing business, the YouTube channel, whatever. The parameters are what you are working within and what you're committed to doing. The expectations are knowing your limits and what you can do and what you can expect to put out on the occasion or in the event that something goes wrong. So you need to look at those. For us, the parameters of our YouTube channel aren't very clear. We release videos as we finish them. There's no expectation other than our Friday Night Lives, which is another thing we haven't been able to do with no good internet service. Uh, in the area we're in. Um, 
but that's pretty loose. The podcast expectations are very clear. A new episode every Tuesday. A new episode every Tuesday for you, the audience, to listen to, to hear, to give feedback on, uh, hopefully to be inspired by. It's very clear. Work-wise, it's also very clear. Customers give me product that they need done. They need designs made. They need things printed. We've got to get them finished. So my expectations and, and, and that my parameters are very clear to the jobs that come through. Now, expectation-wise, my customers expect I'm going to meet my time commitments. You expect that we're going to put out content every Tuesday and that it's going to be quality content. And that's what we want to do is meet those expectations. The fifth, and I think this is probably one of the key points in results-oriented portion of this is clear communication. You have to communicate clearly with your customers, with your audience, uh, with your co-hosts, with your guests, with your vendors, whatever it might be. So when something doesn't happen as expected or within the parameters that you've set, you need to clearly communicate that so that the new expectation is understood. You see, on this podcast, I made that very mistake, and now I'm learning from it. So let's recap real quick. The five things or five of the things you can do to prepare for the unexpected. The first one is work ahead. Work ahead, get yourself in a position where if something happens short term, you're gonna be okay. Second one is ask yourself what would happen if you were incapacitated and give yourself a time frame on that. One day, two days, a week, a month, a year, whatever levels you need to look at, but think outside the box on that. The third one is plan for an alternative whether it's backup episodes for the podcast or subcontractors, whatever it is, plan for an alternative. The fourth is set yourself parameters and expectations. Set up parameters and expectations because while they seem like they would be the same thing, they're not. And lastly, communicate clearly. In this case, in the case of the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast, that is exactly where I failed. Um, I did not communicate clearly with you, our audience, our, our, our friends, those who are walking this journey with us to live your passion. I didn't communicate clearly with you that there were some issues going on. Uh, I could have released a five minute episode You know, even if it was bad audio, uploaded at a low bit rate. Just saying, we're still here, we're having technical difficulties, whatever it might have been. I could have communicated that with you, and I must, I am, I'm sad at myself, I'm mad at myself, I'm frustrated with myself that I didn't do that. But again, this is just a lesson learned. Like anything else in life, we have to learn from our our mistakes, which this was admit to them and then move forward. And that's part of this is our commitment now to making sure you have from us 
an understanding and an expectation of what our parameters and expectations will be. We'll be releasing an episode every Tuesday. You can expect that like clockwork. We will work ahead to make sure that in the instance that we don't have good Wi-Fi where we are, or we can't record an episode, or an interview falls through, you will have exactly what we've promised you, which is relative content and the encouragement from us to live your passion. Take this to heart as encouragement, that even those of us who think we have it all together don't. We try, but we don't. Those of us who are currently living our passions, um, we're not perfect at it. And, and it is still a learning curve even for us. Take that as encouragement that you don't have to be perfect in what you're doing. You just need to be clear in communicating it to other people. We truly appreciate every person who listens to this podcast. And we also want your feedback. If you have time, we'd love it if you would jump over to our website, www.goneen18.com. And when you land on the landing page, you'll find uh, a nice picture, little video loop of waves rolling in on a beach. And you'll see an option to select many different things. I think there's six options on there, including our YouTube channel, our podcast, our website, our blog. I'd love you to go to our website. Go to the contact information page and uh, send us an email or, or a message through that contact form. You can even just email us if you'd like. The email is really easy. It's hal at goneen18.com, G-O-N-E-I-N 18.com. Send us an email. Let us know what you like or don't like about the podcast. Share with us a story or a person you think we should interview. Give us insight into what you're looking for, what you need as, as somebody who's trying to live your passion. Reach out to us. That's what we are here for. That's why we set that up was to be exactly that. To be a resource for you, an encouragement. Um, and uh, along the way, help you build your dream like we're building ours. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us for the 18 Summers Live Your Passion podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. And if you have, we definitely encourage you to come back for another one. Share with your friends our podcast. Help them to live their passion. And most importantly, stay in contact with us. Reach out to us. Use our website, www.goneen18.com. That's G-O-N-E-I-N 18.com. There's a contact form on there. You can send us questions that you might have or comments about the show. And you know what? You can also find all of our social media links there. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. They're all there for you to find. We hope you enjoy it. Check out the blog too while you're there. Why not? Hey, we'll see you next time.